Well, hi guys, Alex McDonald in Atlanta, joined by Danielle Munoz in Minnesota. Hi, Danny. Hey, Al. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is TPS Report for Monday, August 1st, 2022. August 1st already. Can you believe rabbit, that? Rabbit, Absolutely amazing. Um, it's good to be back. Thank you for being here. I'm going to say one thing, and I want to know if anyone gets this. No balls. I want to see if anybody gets that before I pull up the video. When That's... you preface saying something with I'm going to say something, it's usually something highly offensive, and I'm very horrified when you do that. Gotcha. So... Um, that's a very old, what is that, from, from the year 2000, an internet, a meme from the year 2000. You ain't got no balls. Is that when it's from? I yeah. would have thought it was older. Yeah, no, it's from 2000. 22 right, years old, if you can believe that. Jesus. We'll see if anyone knows what that is, if anyone gets it. Anyway, say hi to friends. Keith will get it when he sees this. Hi, friends. Uh, Jeff Kukin's with us. Hey, Jeff. Good to see you, brother. Hey, Canadian Jeff. Bacon is here. Bacon. Uh, Charles Richardson is here of the Charles Richardson Show. Check him out. Janine is here. Hey, Janine. Janine found us on Facebook tonight because we're banned on YouTube currently. A little bit. We should be back on YouTube Thursday. I believe we're reinstated tomorrow, but you never know. YouTube, uh, do whatever the fuck they want to do. Uh, Larry Cox is here. Hey, Larry. Richard Bradshaw is with us. Peggy Brown is here. Hi, guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, Jessica is here. What's up, Jess? Hey, uh, Jess. Bill Campbell's with us. Hey, brother. Okay. Uh, Richard Bradshaw. Did I say hi to Richard already? If I, I did, so. whatever. Hi again, Richard. Hi again. He's saying hi to Troy. So is Troy with us? If he is, oh. hey, Troy. Hi, Troy. Uh, Delisa is here. Hi, Delisa. Thank Delisa. you for being here. Um, and I I have a feeling that's everyone that said hi so far. Did we say hi to Joy? Hi, Joy. Hey, Hello, Joy. Sister. Oh, no, I did miss Joy. Hey, Joy. Good to see you. So, yeah, currently banned on YouTube and um, whatever. It is Oh, yeah, what Bacon's it is. on the Facebooks, too. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, Bacon, because I know how Bacon hates Facebook. Bacon despises Facebook, and I can't blame her. Let's take a look yeah. at this real quick. I made our sexist girls-only group balls. on Locals because she hates Facebook so no much. No balls. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. The Locals girls-only sexism group. It is. Hey, girls, like if y'all would like said. to join us, let me know. No balls. No balls. Wow. What a pain. Joe Cartoon, Frog in a Blender from the year 2000. I can't believe that it's that old, Danielle. But it, but it is. It is what it is. Jimmy Dobbs, James Dobbs is here. What's up, Jim? That's Jimmy James. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy James. James of Jimmy James Towing. Uh, Janine asks, do you even know what you got What got you banned? Oh, I do, we know what in got fact. us banned. I do, in fact. And I sent Stephen Crowder a message this morning warning him because he showed the exact same thing that got me banned. It was a short video I put up of um, Hunter Biden uh, measuring out weighing his crack cocaine and I got a strike for it and I made it very clear to YouTube my feelings about this obviously which I probably why my appeal was denied to be honest right. with you but yeah. I even said I even said you know if this was Donald Trump Jr. I guarantee you you would allow it well Crowder in his show this morning his first show back 
after taking the month of July off, they showed that exact same clip and they didn't blur it out or anything, just like I didn't blur it out or anything. So I wonder if he gets a strike his first day back. They did that this morning. I didn't get to watch the, I haven't gotten to watch the whole show yet. Yeah, they did that this morning. Oh, um, all right, let's talk about some stuff because we have a lot, we have a to, lot to talk do. about yes. tonight. Let's do it. We're going to recover something. I'm going to re we did this on local Saturday, but we're going to talk about it again because it's important information. And I want people to have this house passes assault style weapons ban house bill. Hey, Keith Bergen. And it, it is the month, Happy of, month Keith. of Keith. Happy month of Keith, Keith. Happy birthday. He had um, mashed potatoes and uh, meatloaf tonight as the first meal of the month of Keith, one of his favorites. Anyway, yeah. House of Representatives passes House Bill 1808, the assault weapons ban of 2022, which covers a lot of things, including some handguns. If those handguns happen to have a threaded barrel for, say, a compensator, if you have a comp on the front of your gun, it's now an assault weapon, uh, a suppressor. It's now an assault weapon. Um, or, or will be if it passes the Senate. Here's the key. It's got to get through the Senate. Will it? I just don't know. And I'm, it's, I'm really sad I get to say that. First of all, two Republicans did vote to pass this bill. And we talked about it Saturday. I'm not going to be too harsh on them. They, nothing says you have to support the Second Amendment to be a member of the Republican Party. Right. Nothing says that. Just, you don't have to be pro-life to be a Republican. You don't have to be pro-gun to be a Republican. They, I think, voted the way they believe their constituents wanted them to vote. I'm disappointed that they voted that way because the only reason this bill passed is because they voted that way. Um, because if I'm not mistaken, in, in the House of Representatives, a bill has to have a 51-vote majority or a fifth, sorry, 51%. No, even that wouldn't apply. Never mind. Yeah, no. Because it won, it won by three votes, three, I yeah. believe. So their two votes wouldn't have prevented this bill from passing. Um, so yeah, it's it's disappointing that a couple of Republicans voted to pass this, but you know what? It is what it is. But now it has to get through the Senate. Now, last last I saw, which was early last week, before Nancy Pelosi initially pulled this bill, there were six Republicans who said they were supporting this. Then they supposedly removed their support, at which point Nancy Pelosi yanked her support for the, uh, yanked the bill and then used a procedural maneuver to get a sneaky vote on Friday morning. And I believe her intention was for Republicans to go home for their break and try to get the vote while they were gone, but whatever, that didn't work, but it still passed. Uh, Bill says three Democrats, I believe five Democrats, Bill, voted against it. Um, let's take a look at this story real quick. Uh, the final vote was 217 to 213. So Henry Collar, Gerald Golden, Ron Kind, Vincent Gonzalez, and Kurt Schrader voted against it. Democrats voting against it. So five. And Republicans, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania and Chris Jacobs of New York, whose district covers Buffalo, where Tops is, 
by the way, that just had that tops mass shooting. Right. Those are two Republicans that voted for the uh, for the bill. Anyway, it's passed and it's headed to the Senate. And I honestly don't know if it's going to pass or not. But I want to pass on some information. If if whether you're Republican or Democrat, I want you to have some information so that maybe maybe you'll decide to call your representative. Because the whole point of this, the whole um, their whole justification for doing this is to save lives, to prevent mass shootings, correct? Right. Yes. And they point to the 1994 assault weapons ban as evidence that this will prevent mass shootings. Now, I'm going to use a source. I'm going to use PolitiFact. Uh, I'm using it intentionally so that people don't question the data I'm about to present. Because PolitiFact is not friendly to people on my side of the aisle. And so I'm intentionally picking this, uh, picking this data. After the assault weapon ban passed in 94, there was a big drop in mass shooting deaths. When the ban expired, they rose again. Okay? So let's go take a look. Let's go take a look at this data because it, it's not... It's not, it, it doesn't help my side. Right. If you know what I'm saying. So we can see some data here. We've got pre-ban 81 to 93. There's a 12-year period there. We've got the period of the ban 94 to 2004, a 10-year period. And then post-ban 2005 to 2017, another 12-year period. So they're not comparing apples to apples, but it's, it's close, right? Prior to the ban, 68 mass shootings. These are, I'm using PolitiFact because these are the mass shootings that meet the FBI's definition of a mass shooting, meaning there were four or more victims in these. This isn't the every time for gun safety definition of a mass shooting where gangbangers shoot up on each other and they include that as a mass shooting. These are actual FBI data st statistics used to create this data. During the ban, there was a slight drop, 68 in 68 mass shootings in, in 10 years, down to 53 in 10 years during the ban. And then when the ban expired, it shot up to 309. And a lot of people attribute that 309, Danielle, to the assault weapons ban expiring sunsetting in 2004. Well, here's, here's what you need to understand about this data. First of all, of those 309, more than half of them, over 50%, were committed with handguns. And so the assault weapon ban had absolutely no bearing on those whatsoever because right. handguns were never banned from 94 to 2004. So you can wipe those out of the equation. So that leaves around 150. That leaves around 150 from 2005 to 2017. I will argue that the assault weapon ban expiring had ab absolutely nothing to do with that increase in mass shootings, Danielle. And I will argue that two other data points explain I can't say that because what I'm about to present is absolutely a correlation, but 
not necessarily causation. Right. I believe it's causation, but there are two factors that appear to go hand in hand with the rise of mass shootings from 2005 to 2017. The first is fatherless homes. Homes where it's a, where, where a single mother is raising the kids. Danielle, you have a little bit of data related to that. That's in the notes, is it? Yes. Is it tagged for today? Um, it is not, but I, if you look in your, I texted you the, the excerpt and I can tag the, I've got it right now. I've got it right here. Sorry. I should have had this open already, but I didn't rise of single parent families, socio sociology essay, the data in this, let me see if I can find a uh, conclusion to this. The data in it's this in, effectively says... It's that one right there, yeah. a study by Myrna and Judith. Yeah. Um, has doubled, uh, the number of single-parent families has doubled in 20 years and uh, has been projected that one-parent families will increase uh, 30% and 66% over a further 25-year period. So that's the first bit of data that coincides with this sharp increase in mass shootings is also a sharp increase in single-parent homes. It's almost like, it's almost like they abandoned their kids and left them to, to become heathens. Right. And Pew Research, the Pew Research study from, I believe it was 2018, tells us that almost a quarter, so this sort of fleshes out what that study was projecting, that almost a quarter of U.S. children under the age of 18 live with one parent and no other adults. Yeah. 23%. So single, single adult household. Yeah. The number of single mothers has gone from uh, 3 million to 10 million in a 20 year period. It's the same 20 year period since the assault weapons ban expired. The other data point, by the way, not that, that's our, that's our locals. That's our website, tpsreportlive.locals.com. Head over there and um, sign up for free, follow us for free. If you want to become a show supporter and get the extra benefits for show supporters, it starts at $2 a month, and there's a discount for yearly, 22 bucks a year, and we appreciate y'all. This is the other data point. These are, I've got a few graphs here. It's the use of psychotropic drugs, SSRIs, antidepressants, and things Selective like that. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Yeah, and... Um, this is, uh, the, the important data graph here is from 2004, I guess, or 2005 that goes through 2011, but you can see the, um, the, what was the, let me tell you what the gray is. I think I have a legend for this here somewhere. Pretty sure I have a legend, but the, the gray was all SSRIs combined. So we'll, we'll say that, but I have a, a better infographic, I think here. This is um, SSRI. This is antidepressant use among the red line is adolescents, 10 to 19. And that's generally where these problems begin. This is where these young mass shooters come from. By the time they're 20, 21, 22, they're remarkably doped up and uh, ready to start killing people. But if you look at 2004, 2005, on, on the, uh, across the bottom there, on the Y axis, 
I think, at least in AutoCAD it is. In math, that might be the x-axis, but I don't think it is. But if you look on at 2000 for... X is across, Y is up and down. Okay, then in this instance, the x-axis from 2005. And look at the red line, age 10 to 19. Look at that graph from 2005 onwards or specifically from 2007 onwards look at the increase in psychotropic drugs among adolescents lay that down next to a graph of mass shootings and lay those down next to a graph of single parent families the rate of increase in single parent families and you begin to see a pattern. It's re remarkably... Com By the way, it's getting more and more difficult to find this data. Because the drug companies are doing everything they can to cover it up. They're doing everything they can to hide it. Because they don't want anybody to understand the correlation between their drugs and mass murderers. They don't want people to be able to find that data and draw that conclusion. But if you lay the graphs on top of each other, it's remarkably difficult not to draw that conclusion. Now, again, I can't say definitively that there's causation here. I can't say that their psychotropic SSRI antidepressant cocktail is causing young men to go out and commit mass murder because it's not causing young women to do it or it doesn't appear to. I wonder if girls are being prescribed at the rate that boys are. I don't know. Because I know there's a disparity in some diagnoses between males and females because of how they present. Right. Because boys act out more than girls do. And I think that's the key. Boys act out more than girls do. Boys are far more likely to do this than a girl. Boys think they're indestructible. Boys think they're tough. Boys, girls don't generally think that way. Right. Girls aren't likely to take up a rifle and go try to murder kids in a school. It's, apparently it's young white men that think they're able to do this. And if you, if you look... There's one other piece of data which I, I neglected, and it's very important. Of, of the more recent mass shooters where we know they've come from single-parent homes and they've been on psychotropic drugs, we know that um, the Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza, I believe his name was, he, he no father in the picture. He lived with his mother, murdered his mother, and he was on psychotropic drugs. We know that Nicholas Cruz, Dan in Parkland, fatherless home, psychotropic drugs, SSRIs. Didn't the one in Uvalde was living with his grandmother? Uvalde was living with his grandmother, yes. And we don't know if he was on drugs yet, but I guarantee you, I right. promise you, we, well, he was. we know there was, well, we have heard reports that there was mental illness. Yeah. I can promise you he was. I can Generational promise you, mental yeah, illness. I can promise you he was being drugged up by his school. Right. I can promise you that. By someone. By someone. Generally, sc schools are allowed well, he, to I do this. I don't think this. he was in school, but it doesn't matter. 
I'm yeah. being pedantic. Schools schools are allowed to do this, right? right? And they get you hooked on them at a very they're they're they can legally get you hooked on them at a very young age. And whether you're in school or not, once you get out of school, chances are that addiction's gonna continue. Well, and they make you believe that you need them. Yeah. That there's something wrong with you and that that's what that's what makes you okay, that you need your meds. Mm -hmm. So they can pass this assault weapon ban and you might see a slight decline for those people who depended on access to a legal to, to a legally owned gun of some kind. You, you may find some people that are dependent on that and see a, a minor drop off, but you're not going to see much of a decline in mass shootings because right. the drug problem and the societal problems will continue to exist. Right. So simple as that. We had a call. I'm not going to take it because we're going to move on from this. Yeah, let's... We covered this on locals and we already, we already spoke with our, that that's one reason to get to locals and become a supporter. You get to watch the supporters show and you can be a part of the conversation there. We're not going to uh, rehash it on here. I just wanted other people to have those bits of information right. so that they can take them with them to their representatives and tell them this is why your ban isn't going to solve a problem. You've got to look at other causes here, fellas. Let's talk about something quite frankly, equally as important as a, as, as, as your gun rights getting stripped away from you, Danielle. Critical elements of leading Alzheimer's study, possibly fraudulent. This is sickening. This is, um, this is absolutely despicable. Yeah, it's heart-wrenching. So, sorry, did you want to No, you go ahead. The Okay, so um, this researcher down at in, at Vandy, down at Vanderbilt University in Nashville, um, and not to get too far into the weeds because this goes back months and months, but this researcher named Matthew Schrag down at Vandy um, was asked by a lawyer who was working with some guys who were trying to get a patent on an Alzheimer's drug he was asked to help with some research. And he had already been looking into some existent research on Alzheimer's because he had noticed that another drug that had already been patented didn't seem to be doing what it claimed to do. So he had gone back and looked at the research and noticed something didn't seem quite right. So he was already kind of looking into this research study, which was the study on Alzheimer's. So this Vandy researcher dug into this study from 2006, y'all. Like, this was happening now. This guy's looking back at this study from 2006. Now, if you think about, if you, if you feel like you know anything about Alzheimer's, I think probably what you think you know is that there's something to do with plaque, in the brain, um, right? And yep. that came out of this 2006 study. Right. Um, the 2006 study posited that they had discovered that this um, 
amyloid beta in the this abnormal beta, this amyloid beta in the brains of people with Alzheimer's was clustering together. And that that's what they call the plaque. Yeah, a protein plaque cluster. On the brains of of people with Alzheimer's. Yeah. And that was a breakthrough because this had been theorized back in the 70s, but no more progress had been made on it until 2006. And then there was this groundbreaking study. And y'all, every study on Alzheimer's, every big study on Alzheimer's that's come out since then cites this study. All of the medical research cites this study. All of the medical patents cite this study. The other progress that was being made at the time was just halted because they made the they 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 found it they found the key. it was a miracle it was the key it was the key it was it so but interestingly enough once you find that it you continue to research on it and you find a cure well the cure for alzheimer's is oh there's not there one, isn't one right it never and came 99 percent of alzheimer's treatments fail to this day today. So this, this researcher from Vandy looked into this study and um, what he found was that um, he, he won't say that it's faked because he says he can't say that without looking at their original data, their original numbers, their original pictures, all their original stuff. But what he can say um, and Al, if you'll pull up the article that you've highlighted from Science, um, it's science.org, which is Science Magazine, which is huge. Um, they did a six-month investigation um, providing strong support to this researcher's um, suspicions. And they had a leading independent image analyst look at... Um, as well as several top Alzheimer's researchers, including George Perry from the University of Texas. Y'all, he's one of the top in the world. And um, John Forsyth of the University of California, San Francisco, review most of the, the Vandy guys' findings um, at the request of science.org. And they concluded with um, that their conclusions cast doubt on hundreds of images from this original study. Um, including more than 70 of Lesney, which is the original researchers, um, including 70 of his papers. They said some look like shockingly blatant examples of image tampering. Um, this Alzheimer's expert from the University of Kentucky say, um, the authors appear of this research study appear to have composed figures by piecing together parts of photos from different experiments. This molecular biologist, a well-known forensic image consultant, said um, the obtained experimental results might not have been uh, the desired results and the data might have been changed to better fit the hypothesis. So they had a hypothesis. They took their results and changed them to fit their hypothesis. Right. And then this study was um, published in Nature magazine. Y'all, that's one of the top. So, well, until this happened, one of the top peer-reviewed journals in science. Well, it was in science, the science science journal as well. I mean, it's uh, it's so this here's is, the issue. This is horrific. Right? It's it is so bad, and it's not bad because you know some squints got some faked research published. 
what's awful is these squints got, I can't say faked because it hasn't been proved to be faked, got um, allegedly faked research published. And then millions of dollars in additional research was done based on this research. Medication was, all, has been. All focus has been on this methodology. All focus. People, every every other aspect of this disease has been ignored because yeah. of what these people allegedly yeah. did. I focus on what we can see in the published images and describe them as red flags, not final conclusions, he told science when revealing his role as a whistleblower. The data should speak for himself. He then had his suspicions confirmed by... Experts but, in but, the field. So his point is that you can't say it's fake without seeing the original data. So all they can say is looking at this, these pictures look like they've been altered. Correct. Right? Correct. Um, However, Lesney, an associate professor at the University of Minnesota, is now under investigation yeah. right. by right. the university. And, and if it turns out, if it turns out that they did in fact manipulate this data... Can we say that they're responsible for millions and millions of deaths? Horrific deaths I mean, at that. Yeah. So people with Alzheimer's have been treated incorrectly for going on two decades. Almost. Um, almost. People have been misdiagnosed with yeah. Alzheimer's yeah. for all of that yeah. time. Reminds people me of current who, events. Do it. Yeah. People who possibly had other more treatable forms of dementia were diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And what now, I mean, now you have to question everything you think you know. Like, I don't know if the intern is listening, but I've been all over his ass about not drinking. Um, he said, with, uh, he said, Captain and Diet's back on the, uh, yeah, uh, back on the about menu. Not drinking artificial sweetener uh -huh. because this study, this Harvard study said that artificial sweetener causes brain decay. Yeah. Is that based on the, the clusters of amyloid betas based on this? I don't know. And I'm I, sure it is because all days. science has been, all science yeah. around Alzheimer's has been based on this bogus or allegedly bogus right. study. Right. Yeah. It's, and, and so this dude from Bandy a year ago wrote a letter. Al, you're going to be completely blown away by this national Institute of health institutes of health. Do this, Guy from Bandy wrote them a letter a year ago and said, I'm on this. There's something weird here. Take a look at this. They didn't answer him. They didn't do anything. And they gave Lesney, they um, renewed his research grants, gave him another five-year research grant. And I haven't been able to, I don't have re um, receipts for this, so I'm not saying this definitively, but the on the daily wire so i believe it because they wouldn't dare say something they don't know or ben shapiro would fire them daily wire said that there is a connection between one of the people on the board that approved lesney's grant um and the original research from the university of minnesota that person is on the study big surprise right well, it, listen the nih will fund anything we know that they'll fund bat soup right um 
they'll, yeah, they'll, fund, is, they'll fund absolutely anything. It's ridiculous. So this is just heartbreaking. Yeah, they're getting behind a, a, a rename of the monkeypox right now. I have a suggestion. Cockvid. Oh, for all the fucks. <sighs> it is a damn good thing we're not on the YouTubes because you'd have just gotten us banned again. Yeah. But listen, you know, I, I'm I shouldn't be making jokes because this is a uh this is a huge deal. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. My father at the end of his, he had a brain tumor as well, but right. he got uh, Alzheimer's dementia, whatever. What do we don't know? That's now, right. You don't know. Right. Because of this, this new, uh, this new revelation, we've no idea. We know he had a brain tumor. Uh, but now what does that say about my prognosis? Right. Because some of these things are supposed to be hereditary. So what does that, for those of us that, that come from families that have suffered from Alzheimer's or what we believed to be Alzheimer's? Right? Yeah, I have an uncle right now suffering with Alzheimer's and, you know, taking all kinds of treatments, I'm sure. But, you know, it's probably not helping because it's all it all has to be based on that 2006 research. Yeah, it does. Uh, we got a caller coming in. Let me send this over. To, oh, I'm not connected. Hold on. Hold Keith wants to know if he's allowed to use aluminium foil. Alumini alu aluminium foil? <laughs> yeah, I assume that's probably an Alzheimer's thing. But yeah, y'all, this is... Well, well, here's the thing. Everything we thought we knew has now been thrown into... Uh, has now been thrown into disarray because yeah. of this bullshit. Uh, we have a caller. Who's on? Who, who do we have? Is it Troy? Hello, friend. Hello. The volume's turned up and I'm getting absolutely no, uh, I'm getting absolutely nothing from the caller. And my, uh, my fader for the phone isn't working. Try calling back. Try calling back. My fader, I've just, I, I'm sliding my fader here and it's not working. Are you hearing me? All right, hold on. I got to do something. Bear with me, folks. This will okay. take one second. Becky's making fun of Alex in the chat for, he said. Can y'all hear us? Hold on a second, Troy. Okay, we should be back. I just had to reboot my, um, hold on, Troy, you're not on the air yet. I just had to re, you can hear me, Danny? Yeah, I got you. Can they hear us? Uh, they can now. I had to okay. reboot Hi, the, uh, I had to reboot the mixer because for some reason, everything locked up. Now let's see if we can All right, hear now Troy. Now it like you cut out. All right. There we go. We can hear Hey, Troy. Oh, hey, Danny. How are you? Good, honey. Well, how are you doing? You were touched. Uh, better than I deserve. I heard that. <laughs> Put it that way. 
you, 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 t- you guys touched on a subject that I'm really passionate about in the first half, but I'll leave that be because you touched on a subject that's really affecting me right now. Uh, Alec and Danny, you know that my wife's a cancer patient. Right. And I can see the effects that it's had on my, that the, the just the treatments have had on my wife as far as her memory anything else now my mother is not a cancer patient but she is entering into the beginning stages of dementia slash alzheimer's now she had a grandmother and her mother had both had alzheimer's uh at the time that they passed away and the fact that if there's research that can help them help them not cure them help them right I would be really disappointed if anybody's holding that back. Well, it's not that they're holding it back. It's that it may not be valid. It may have been, it may have been made completely made up from the get go. Yeah. It seems like they had a conclusion they were looking for, and then they manipulated the data to make it look like that conclusion was correct. Now, 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 now see my mother, uh, is not on any treatments for dementia or anything like that, but I do know she doesn't remember whether she calls me in the morning. I talk to my mother every morning, every morning between seven thirty and eight thirty. <clears throat> and if you know me, I have a rule: nobody calls me during the morning show, <clears throat> except for my mother and my wife, and those are the only two calls I'll answer. <laughs> right, honestly. But she does not remember me. Remember, if when I call her back after, uh, I usually call her about eleven or twelve, and she doesn't remember she talks to me. That's my mother. Now my wife, my wife's on some peculiar cancer drugs, and it does some stuff to you. And right. I can understand why she's she she. There be times I'll tell her. I ask her. She takes our meat. She takes our protein out every morning um, for what we're going to have for dinner that night to thaw it out. I do all the cooking, uh, but my wife sometimes will not remember she took it out. Right. But that's some of those drugs. That's some of those drugs. Don't. And I understand if if people. Oh, that's a loud beat. Sorry. Yeah, we got. It. We're gonna have to move on soon. So let's uh, let's um, get to the point, and then wrap this up. Thank you, thank thank you for thank you for covering this because this is something that's uh, I'm more passionate about it than my Second Amendment rights, and I'm really passionate about those. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate you guys for covering this. I, I got the. Well, I wish we. we like I, I wish we didn't have to cover this. This is the problem. Yeah. I wish. I wish the science would have been. Uh, well, I I'm hoping that the science was um, legitimate, but it's looking like the science was not legitimate and we just wasted 20 years worth of time, effort, and money investing in bogus right. science. Richard R- Richard told you I was in Facebook jail. I am in Facebook jail for 24 hours, and that's the reason I called in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, or I just commented. Uh, I, right. I, I find it disheartening I find it disheartening. Yeah. It's very disheartening that uh, yeah. we're missing something. And, and, yeah. and I know we're missing something in everything. 
cancer treatment, everything. Yeah. Cancer, Alzheimer's, uh, just people in general. Yeah. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, if, if we're, if we're following this science, what other science are we following that may have been manipulated the same way? Right. And uh, well, and, this and what's go- if they're telling us a lie about one thing, what are they telling? What else are they lying right. to us about? I mean, exactly. that, that's the basic. Exactly. Go ahead, Danny. That, that, and what? Go ahead, Danny. What avenues of research did they not pursue because they saw this? Yeah. And said, "Oh, that's the they found it. That's it. Stop it, doing that other stuff and do this instead." Exactly. The real this, answer might be there. Yeah. This looks more promising than this, so right. we'll follow this while they ignore the yeah. one, the one that might be the that cure. might actually have been the cure. Yes. We're we, we're twenty years. But here's now. the thing: they they haven't found it. Right. We're, we're yeah. on, what, 40 years of Alzheimer's research? Right, yeah. And they still haven't found it? Well, really, yeah. It's you have to go there. back to 1972 when they first theorized this amyloid beta thing that nobody's been able to find. Exactly. They've been looking at this protein okay, for the last 20 years. I mean, yeah. it's, they, this is well, where Danny, they focus study. Danny, that's 50 years. I was born in 73. That's 50 yeah. years. 72 is 50 years. And they yeah. still haven't found it? Nope, Somebody they thought they found it in 06, but apparently... Well, I mean, it's, listen, I'm not going to say it's easy. I, I, I'm going to say if they thought, if they, they've been pointed in the wrong direction, right? To say right. they're not looking hard enough, I don't think is entirely fair because no, they've been, they've been looking in they've this direction. Yes. They've been lied to and right. they're looking in this direction. Now, I would argue that somebody maybe should have caught this sooner. Well, and but they didn't. Yes. There are this dude at Vandy is like, there are words in here that aren't even like biomedical words. Like these words don't even make sense. And nobody's been able to replicate the results. Mm-hmm. Right. That's step number That's two. That's step in number research. two in science. Yes. One is find results. Two is replicate, replicate. them. And yeah. nobody has ever been able to replicate their results. Yeah. All right, Troy, thanks right, for yeah. calling in, buddy. We got to move on. We love you. Right. Thank you, brother. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Oh. God, it I makes know, dude, my it's, makes my blood boil. It's man. just sickening when you think about the people, the suffering. Yeah, yeah. Because of this. Oh, Christ Almighty! Speaking of suffering, let's talk about the. Let's talk about everyone's economy. suffering, shall Ugh. we? Um, but we're not in a recession. No, don't call it a recession. That's not the definition. That's right. Uh, we're in a recession, folks. Or are we? I guess is the real question. Two consecutive quarters of um, economic contraction, GDP shrinkage, is what we've always used to define a recession. As long as I can remember, that's that's right. the, the standard. That's the measure for determining whether we are, in fact, in a recession. According to... This administration, former Vice President Joe Biden's administration, that in fact is not what defines a recession. And that it's uh, other things that de- specifically whether they say we're in a recession is now what defines a recession. It's no longer economic data, it's no longer GDP growth or contraction, it's whether this administration wants to admit that we are, in fact, in a recession, which right now, spoiler alert, they don't want to admit that. 
Oh, that's a shocker. They are they are determined not to admit that. There's a reason for that. The reason being the next round of GDP statistics won't be reported until after the midterms. And if Republicans take over, guess what? We will then be in a recession. Right. They're right, they're right, right. they're saving that little little truth bomb for if Republicans take control of Congress for a for it will be I think it will be two weeks, uh, and they won't have even taken office yet. Right. Oh yeah. But simply winning will have driven us into a recession. You mark my words. You wait and see. That's exactly what's going to happen. But we are in fact in a recession and all the signs are there and they've been there for a long time. We've been talking about them here. One of the biggest is the housing market, the real estate market. Right. Talked about that over and over. And I said that 12 to 18 months after the end of the eviction moratorium, we're going to see a housing crash. We saw the first sign of that last week, Danielle. Where's my story? My story's closed. Damn it. I, I hate copy url this is that fox news page i can never get to open danny and it closed itself right. saying this is using up too much memory try closing this uh one of the one of the key drivers of the u.s economy is real estate housing housing commercial properties commercial buildings offices things like that and when you start to see activity in the real estate market begin to slow down you know things, you know things are going to take a turn for the worse. Right. This is the first indicators of that. This is from July 27th. What's that? Four days ago? Home purchase yeah, activity, home purchase activity nears pandemic levels. It took a month for this to happen, Danielle. I, I don't, I shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't be laughing, but we predicted this. Yeah. We predicted this almost to the day. It took a month for the housing market to effectively go from here to here. It has the, the, the number of home sales have gone down faster than the number of opioid addictions have gone up inversely proportional right in one month go back to june 27th housing market was on fire right. it was on fire with china coming in and buying up properties got bill gates buying up all the farmland you know we got uh, equity companies buying up apartments and single family homes and turning them into rentals Absolute fire. One month later, pandemic levels. Pandemic levels aren't good. Danielle is in real estate. Danielle can tell you that pandemic levels are not a good indicator. Pandemic, the pandemic levels were not good. Not a good indicator of a healthy economy. No. This is the beginning. This is the beginning, beginning of the decline of the housing market. Right. 
we've talked about it before. I've, I've, I've made comparisons to 2008 and I've told people it's going to be different to 2008 in so much as it's going to also include commercial properties because they went upside down during the pandemic. Right. Um, and so they're going to be in trouble this time around. I'm not necessarily going to say it's going to be worse than 2008 because we're not dealing with the subprime uh, crisis, although we are dealing with a mortgage crisis. Um, they're, they're not necessarily subprime loans, but that problem didn't stop. That problem didn't go away. It's still something that we're going to face. They've just been packaged a little differently, and maybe it won't bite us in the ass as much as it did. But this is the first real indicator. Now, of the housing market, there have been many indicators of a failing economy, right? Number one, massive inflation. Compared right. to compared to uh, 1980 dead data, we're at like 20% inflation. If you use the same methodology that we used in 1980 to calculate the rate of inflation. Massive inflation. We've got um, the Fed raising interest rates to fight inflation. At the same time, this administration is passing massive spending bills to fight inflation. I don't think anyone actually knows who's in charge here because those are very contradicting moves. Right. That will effectively cancel each other out and drive us further into the recessionary hole. They claim good unemployment numbers. But that's because 5 million people dropped out of the workforce during the pandemic and have not bothered going back in to the workforce. We don't have record low unemployment. We have record low workplace participation. Right. So don't let this administration fool you with that data either. You're being gaslighted, gaslit. Is that how they're saying that? What? We have low unemployment. It's not yes. that we have like it's not that there are more people working. It's that there are fewer people that want to work. Well, that's the reality of it. The administration just say we have record low unemployment. So which which we have record low people looking for jobs, but that's not because yeah. people are employed. We have record low work workplace participation. People five million people exited the workforce during COVID. And did not go back to work. Those, a lot of those were people that lost their businesses because of COVID. Right. They were wiped out and have nothing because of COVID. And people that worked for them. And the people that worked for them. So don't let this administration gaslight you because that's what's going on right now. The entire nation, or at least the media and this administration are trying to gaslight an entire nation. But you want to keep your eyes open, folks, because you want to be prepared for what's coming. And what's coming is a deep recession. That's what's coming. It's unavoidable. Especially when you look at what this administration's trying to do in order to avoid it, which is pump more money into the economy while the Fed is raising interest rates three quarters of a point a week ago, three quarters of a point a month prior to that, half a point a month prior to that. More interest rates are coming. That's going to further depress the housing market. And right. then all those loans are going to start getting called in. Now, 
Don't think that if you're a renter, you're going to get a break either. I explained this on Saturday. These companies that purchase these properties, whether it's an apartment complex, townhomes, whatever it is, they don't like to show a profit. So if they buy a piece of property and that property increases in value, they have equity. That equity is taxable. They don't want to pay taxes on the equity. So what they've been doing is refinancing their properties. The number of apartment complex refinances we've done in the last two years, Danielle, can't, couldn't even, can't even count them. It's crazy. They want to cash out this equity so that they can invest it somewhere else so that they don't have to pay tax on it, right? But what that means is that they now have debt on these properties. That debt has to be paid, and it has to be paid at the level that they cashed out. So if your rent today is $2,000, a housing market crash isn't going to change that because the property owners have to service the debt on that property. Right. If there were no debt, they could afford to lower prices. Or they default on their properties and they get repossessed, which once again adds to the real estate crisis. Right. It's going to be a snowball. We're going to start to see a snowball effect. It's going to start here with the people who were currently in the housing market, the people that were ready to overpay for a three bed, for example. Those people are now pulling out of the market. That means there's going to be a ton of inventory that nobody can afford to buy. That's going to cause a correction in housing prices. That's going to cause people that just paid over market value for their homes to dip into negative equity territory. That's going to continue to snowball. And you're going to have some people that paid half a million dollars for a home, which is now worth $150,000 and are up to their tits in debt. Here's what's happening, too, at the beginning of the snowball is there's nothing out there to buy, right? So mm -hmm. people who are pre-approved when interest rates were lower their rate locks are expiring. Uh -huh. So now they're having to go back and though they're still approved, they have to relock in rates. And now that rates are so much rates higher, are much higher, they're just going to pull out of the market. Yep. That's changing. Yes. So they're either going to pull out of the market or uh, your $450,000 buyer is now a $300,000 buyer yeah. because with the interest, they can't carry that much debt anymore. Yeah. But then you've got those people that did a three or five year variable just to get a low rate. Right. Because people right. have been by the market's been hot up yes. until up until yes. a month ago. The market's been super hot, but interest rates have been climbing. And so people have been getting into these variable rates, which are cheaper yep. initially. They're going to get rate increases. Their variables going to variables going to expire and they're not going to be able to afford the more than double market value home that they're living in. They're going to try or to put it on the market. And guess what? Home equity. If you pull out, don't those tend to be variable? Imagine the people that just ca that have cashed out home equity in the last two or three years. Well, people that are doing that right now to fucking buy rice and beans. Yeah, and gas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but but think about the people who saw these housing prices go up, took out uh, home equity loans, which are variable rates. Yes. Those aren't fixed rate loans. Some of those things carry credit card like interest rates and all those rates are going to be going up. 
When this administration tells you the economy is healthy. It's healthy like Joe Biden is healthy. They're, yes. Yeah. They're gaslighting. They're trying to pull the wool over your eyes so that you give them a break come November. Every bit of what we're experiencing is a direct result of Democrat policies. Every single bit of it. There's no disputing. There's Krugman is about the only person that disputes that. And he's a shill for the Washington Post, I think. New York Times, yep. one of those one of those shitty rags Paul Krugman works for. And he's about the only person that disputes that at the moment. We are in a world of hurt and it's going to get worse. The good news for those of us other than taxes, other than property taxes, which are going to remain false, remarkably poorly inflated. But for those of us that bought our homes 10 years ago or more, we're going to start to see, listen, we're not going to have the equity that we think we have right now, but you don't have the equity right now anyway. It's based on thin air. So don't go cashing out equity in your home thinking, I'll take advantage of it now because interest rates are going to balloon. They're going to skyrocket and you'll be paying more on that fucking home equity than you would on your credit card. Yes, for the love of God, do not pull the equity out of your house thinking that you're going to pull it out now before the bottom falls out of the market. Yeah, do not make that mistake. It will. You will lose your home. If yes, you make you that will, mistake, you will lose your home. But for those of us that have had our homes for a long period of time, it, things are going to get a little easier for us when it comes to cost of living. That's one of the advantages of going into a recession. Things are going to start to get cheaper and it's going to cost less for people of like those of us who are in a better position. And I'm not saying that to gloat. I'm absolutely not because I, I, I know this is going to decimate millions of families. Right. It's going to decimate them almost as badly, almost as badly as the Democrats decimated them through the COVID pandemic. It's going to be ugly, folks. Yeah. And this administration is now bold-faced lying to you. Listen, they've been lying to you from day one, but they are now bold-faced lying to you. We're not in a recession. Give me a fucking break. I don't know who these people think we are. My favorite was when somebody asked Pepe Le Pew, how can you just change the definition? How can you just redefine recession to say we're not in a recession? And all she said was, well, that's not the definition. That's not the definition, right? Hard stop. That was it. Yeah. No more words. The definition is whatever they choose it to be that day. Whatever whatever they think will save their asses come November. That's what the definition is at this point. We are in a recession. Yes. Simple as that. No ifs, ands, or buts. We're in a recession. Take a look at the market. Watch economic activity from this point forward. And we're going to drive, we're going to be driven into a much deeper recession. I said, Danielle, two years ago, I said Democrats need to experience four years of pain. Never dreamt for a second it would be this bad. But you know what? You got what you voted for, Democrats. You got what you voted for. And uh, I hope you make it through it. I really do. I hope everybody is able to make it out the other side of this. Oh, but it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a difficult one. Yeah. That's it. We're and it's going to take a while. 
Y'all, sorry, we had zero fun, zero... F All we had funny was the frog in a blender. At least we started off with a frog in a blender. Yeah. No All right, balls. <laughs> you have no balls. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here on Thursday, friends. Bye, Bye guys. Now. See ya.